Huh. So Tessa Thompson's going to be playing an LGBT character that's finally out in a Marvel movie. Wait a minute. Valkyrie wasn't gay enough already? Well, I guess they've made their billions of dollars now, so it's safe to be queer. Let's talk about Marvel and diversity on today's Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name is Charlie, you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my new book, Crucify My Love, or my sort of new book, The Chain. So, I'm not going to be talking about everything that Marvel announced, because I have feels, but they're not, like, concrete feels. Because, like, yeah, I'm kind of excited about Shang-Chi, but until I get more details about what it's going to be, like, I can't really know exactly how excited I need to be, and it's just because I, I he's master of kung fu, so I'm expecting some kind of, like, wire fu masterpiece, and that better be what I get, you know, kind of like in Donnie Yen movie, but we'll see. But as, as I'm sure many of you already expect, I, I have a lot of thoughts about the outing of Valkyrie, and we'll talk about that in a minute, if you haven't already. Before we get into the show, if you haven't already rated this podcast and whatever app you're listening to me on, please do so. It helps out a lot, tells the algorithms to share the podcast with more people, more people that listen, the bigger the community, the bigger the community, the better chance we have of, you know, talking to each other and, you know, sharing and all that good stuff, which is why I actually do this. So if you haven't already, please do that. Helps out a lot. Thank you very much. So, Valkyrie's gay, huh? No. No. I had no idea. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that there was a deleted scene in Thor Ragnarok that showed a woman leaving her room that got deleted because, I don't know, the time wasn't right yet to out Valkyrie. If you've been keeping up with the topics that I've been covering on the podcast. Yeah, the most recent episode I did is if your LGBT character is an alien, it doesn't count. And yeah, I still feel that way. I, I you know, I, I love Tessa Thompson. I love Valkyrie. This is a great character. If Yeah, I, I'm fine with it. I, I am fine with it. I'm even more excited that we're apparently going get to get to see this with Jane Foster taking up the mantle of Thor with Natalie Portman back. And that's really exciting. But yeah, when I, I feel like a broken record because I just did a podcast on this, but when your LGBTQ representation is an alien species that continues the othering. Like, I'm not saying don't do it, because it's better to have at least 
somebody than nobody. But yeah, yeah, like we couldn't have Eric Selvig or I don't know, somebody else. Like, why not Nick Fury? I think that would be hilariously awesome. It would explain his obsession with black leather. Like, it really would. You know, he's living after midnight. If you catch my drift. But yeah, this... One, this was not a surprising announcement in that it was obvious that Taika Waititi had already kind of codified the idea that Tessa Thompson was playing a queer character as Valkyrie. And I guess the only real surprise was that Marvel let those words come out of their, you know, come out of somebody's mouth, because this will potentially hurt them financially, depending on whether or not this is, oh, by the way, they're queer, or whether or not their queerness actually appears in the movies themselves, because China has a ban on a lot of queer content. So that could be a thing. Um, this will obviously hurt them film in Russia and uh, some other countries, possibly. Because, you know, we are dangerous to have in films, apparently. But yeah, I, I it's this is definitely the diversity phase of Marvel. And I'm not against it. Like, I'm glad we're finally getting an Asian character in a Marvel movie. Well, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, who's not just the stereotypical doctor who's really smart. And, yeah, I granted, they're still a martial artist, which could be seen as potentially problematic. But, hey, at least they're trying. They're trying. Um, I don't like the idea that we're finally getting a queer character and she's an alcoholic, because, you know, drug abuse and addiction are not stereotypes that are highly correlated to the LGBTQ community at all. I hope my sarcasm is coming through on that. And of course, she's an alien, so she's still an other, so you can still feel weird about it or feel okay about it because at least she's not a human, I guess. Maybe her love interest will be human because apparently she's going to be seeking out a new queen of Asgard in the film. And maybe that'll be Jane Foster. And that would be amazingly awesome. Like I could see that being why Natalie Portman came back. Is they're like, look, here's the plot. You're finally going to get to be Thor. You're going to get the hammer. You're going to be a kick butt superhero. And you end up getting married to Tess Thompson in the movie. Because Jane Foster is bi and completely over Thor and really still into Asgardians. And I, I, I have to say, if that's the twist they're going for, I, I, one, I see it coming. I see it on the, I see it on the horizon. It is, somebody has written that fanfic over the weekend, guaranteed, if not before. But, Okay, fine. If that's where they're going, uh, I'm okay with it, I guess. Because it's not really whether or not I'm okay with it or whether it's a good idea or a bad idea. It just, it seems like a lot. 
Like, all of a sudden, to finally be like, yay, we're celebrating Pride at Marvel, because that was a huge and glaring oversight that really makes us look bad, because at least the DC shows over on the CW have a lot of amazing out-queer characters, which is awesome and wonderful, and uh, Mr. Terrific is, like, great, and yeah, yeah. It does feel a little bit of the too little too late, especially for the amount of pomp and circumstance they're wanting to generate off of this. You, you, you did 10 years and 22 movies, I believe, without overtly including a queer character in your films. And now... Okay, but on the 23rd or 25th, because I'm not sure in what order the new Thor, Love and Thunder, which, by the way, is the name of the movie, Thor, Love and Thunder. I love that. Um, yeah, I just, it really does feel too little too late, and I hope I'm not the only one that feels like that, because once you've already done 22 movies in a series, and you're like, Oh, yeah, and here's the Asian guy and the gay chick. Okay, that's nice. It's kind of like how we had to wait so long for Captain Marvel because you didn't think Scarlett Johansson could get butts in the seat as Black Widow or something? <sighs> they really want to be celebrated for finally doing what they should have been doing from the beginning. And I don't think that they deserve to be lauded for that. I really don't. It's wonderful that they're finally there. It's wonderful that we're finally going to get at least a token character, if not more, who knows, more might crop up in the other films and more than likely the Disney Plus series. But, uh, 22 films later, like, this isn't, like, in the third part of our trilogy, in the second part of our trilogy. This 22 films in, you're finally doing this. I mean, for goodness sakes, Independence Day had Harvey Firestein in, in the movie long before you did any of this. And people were okay with Harvey Firestein being in an action movie long before you did this. So, what? Uh, thir 23 years ago? Independence Day came out? So, 1996. Independence Day comes out. 23 years ago. Action movie with a gay character in it. Who, yes, dies like in the middle... But still, we had an out gay character in the movie, played by one of the most fabulous queer actors in 1996. And it took Marvel 22 films to get here. So, how should we react as a community? One, I don't think it's ever really a good thing to, you know, turn away anyone who's even 
remotely trying to be an ally because honestly we need as many allies as we can get in this world. I would be more excited if they had announced a trans character played by a trans actress but yeah as always that's probably way too much to be expecting from the House of Mouse at least at the current date. And maybe we'll get there, and who knows, maybe they have somebody secretly cast for one of the other films that or TV series that they announced. I don't know. But I, I do think it's valid to kind of shame a little bit the self-congratulatory pat on the back that they're giving themselves for 10 years in, 22 films later, finally oh look we're we're going to include other people <laughs> like you had 22 movies 23 i think actually because i think the 22 i don't know are we up to 24 i don't know if that includes uh end game i know it doesn't include um spider-man far from home so what 23 24 movies that's what i should be saying I'm going to say 22 just because I know there's at least 22. And uh, it wouldn't be so gross to me if it wasn't for all of the weird back padding that they're doing. Look at us. Look how great we are. We're finally doing this, that, and the other thing. And yes, I'm excited we're getting a Blade movie. That's wonderful. I am excited we're getting more Black Panther. I am excited for Shang-Chi. I am... Really curious to see how they're going to out Valkyrie. Because coming out scenes are my favorite thing in all of film and literature. But yeah. Okay, finally we're getting more diversity. And that's a wonderful thing. You, you know that like if I had a gospel that I preached on this podcast, it would be infinite diversity and infinite combination makes everything better. But at the same time, it's really frustrating to see a company finally, after making so much money without it, and by headlining all of their early films with safe choices of cisgendered heterosexual white men really patting themselves on the back hey look we finally have a black superhero movie we finally have a woman superhero movie oh look we're finally gonna have a gay in a superhero movie it's nice that it's happening and again i do applaud them because they are gonna take a hit at the box office just because there will be countries that will not allow the importation of the film and they have to know that there will be radical, just insane backlash should they cut those characters out or what have you to get the movies into those countries. So that will probably be a thing that happens. But yeah, it, it's, it's frustrating because, yeah, I do want to give them credit. And I probably would have done a completely different episode if they weren't so self-congratulatory over it. But we have to... It's, it's the weird place that we are in as LGBTQ fans. That for all of the allies 
and you know heterosexual and cisgendered people who are listening who haven't been part of this struggle for all these years it, it's wonderful that we're finally getting representation but at the same time it's not the number it's the quality and that's really what's going to make this matter or not matter if they just give us a lot of lesbian drama and feed into all the stereotypes about lesbians with Valkyrie then it doesn't count and that's the problem they're wanting adulation now simply for the announcement it's the execution that matters giving us characters that have real storylines that really matter this is one of the reasons why supergirl to me gets the ultimate pass because they have included many lgbt characters and so have many of the Arrowverse shows but supergirl in particular i like the way that they've handled the lgbt characters on the show they've done a good job they're not just a mention oh by the way the, that person's gay which kind of felt like what happened on Arrow, where, you know, Mr. Terrific comes out, and we, of course, have to have some drama with his husband, so his husband goes away, so he can just be safe tech nerd again, and we can kind of ignore some of, you know, we can kind of ignore his sexuality again. Because gay eunuchs in film and TV are a thing where we're there to be helpful but not to live our own lives that's a big problem and a big trope with a lot of lgbtq representation and supergirl has done a very good job with this in that even though we've seen the ups and downs of ms danvers relationships they feel rooted in her character you know she and her girlfriend fiance broke up because she wanted a baby her fiance didn't that is actually a problem that couples face and you can either agree or disagree with how she handled that but that was a realistic storyline that made sense that didn't just turn her into a eunuch because of course we've had her run into exes parties we've heard her talking about her dating life with her sister like the other characters do they still include her in the conversation like they would any of the cisgendered straight characters so that that's awesome i'm assuming we're going to get to see the dating life of valkyrie because love and thunder valkyrie is going to be seeking a new queen of asgard and there are going to be a lot of tropes that they're going to have to be very careful about, which, honestly, given today's day and age, I don't expect them to be careful about, just to do whatever they want to do. And I guess I'm fine with that, because I have to be, because the mouse will do whatever the mouse will do. And no matter how much we talk about it, we're, we're really not going to have that much of an effect on them. But I feel that it's important, especially ahead of time, to speak up and put my concerns out there into the ether so it doesn't sound like I'm 
you know, should they do all of the things that I'm really concerned that they're going to do, I don't come out after the fact and make it sound like I'm just bitter or something. Like, these are concerns I have going in. If they have any LGBT consultants on the show, they should speak up about these things. Like, if they out Valkyrie and Valkyrie dies and they dead lesbian her in this movie it's not that you can't kill off queer characters but you can't out and kill like that that is a very bad trope that is oh i went after star trek when they did that and you better be believing that i would go after uh, the mcu if they do that i don't know we'll, we'll have to see how it works out but i'm happy I'm kind of excited because I like Tessa Thompson. I like Valkyrie as a character. I think it's a perfect, like, I'm glad they're finally coming out with it because I just, in my own headcanon, she's always been queer. But, you know, they're, they're, it's all in the execution. I'm not patting you on the back until I see how, 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 how we did with this. Because, yeah, that matters. I hope you enjoyed this show. It, it, it was a bit of mad raving, and I apologize for that. I, I'm trying. <laughs> I tried to put to, together an outline of things that I wanted to say, but this is this is a story that kind of drove me crazy. Anywho, if you haven't already and you enjoyed this podcast, please do rate it. That helps out a lot. Really does. If you've got a buck you can throw my way, in the show notes you'll find a link both to my Patreon and the community support page. The difference between the two is people on Patreon occasionally get stuff. If you join the project, it really does help out a lot. It helps me do everything that I do, especially now that I'm going to be giving my books away. Because I really, you know, care more about readership than anything else. So if you can help support with that, that would really be awesome. If you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving, that's fine. Absolutely understand that. Trust me, I live where money is tight. But if you know somebody you think would enjoy the show, please do share it with them. That helps out a lot too. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, just uh, go to the show notes and click the voice message and leave me a voice message. Keep it clean so I can use it on the show, but I would love to do more of those. If you want to hit me up on Twitter or Instagram, I'm C.E. Dorson on both, and we have a Facebook page. Lots of stuff going on this week, and yeah, we should be back to a semi-regular schedule. These, probably by Wednesday, will be coming out in the mornings again like they used to. It's been crazy. I'm trying to get back on schedule. Whew, it's been a thing. Until next time, don't forget, have the fun. Bye.